1: Welcome to A to Z Sports powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. We are Nashville's on a Sports Talk Network and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline at A to Z Sports. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok as well. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out you guys like Wilson County Hyundai. If you need a new car, make them a part of your new car buying process in Lebanon or at Hyundai.com the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans that's better coverage rates and service. Learn more for, about a health plan for you, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. And Hughes and & Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Titans. If you've been injured in a car wreck, call them for a free case consultation, 800 800 4,600. So Zach, it's trade deadline day. The Titans did make a couple moves yesterday that left a roster spot available, but I'll let you kind of take through the evolution of trade deadline day over the last several years in the NFL, because it used to be a lot earlier in the season and there used to be not a lot of action going on with trade deadlines, but that hasn't been the case around the league over the last several years.
0: Yeah, it's definitely grown over the last five or so years. And, you know, it's it's an opportunity to improve your team. Plus, there's a 17th game. There's an extra playoff spot. It's more incentivized now. And you can improve your team. And then, Austin, I think here's the big caveat to all of it. You have disgruntled players, right? You got players that want to win, that want to change their team. And you saw that yesterday uh, with the trade between the Bears in the Ravens with Roquan Smith, he was he was ha- unhappy at the beginning of the season, right? So, like, he wanted to leave, but you got to find that opportune time. You got to find value. And then, and this is what the Panthers went through. You've got the bottom tier teams that they're out. You know, like, they're not, they, the NFC South is really bad, but because they have a new head coach, they're not going to make a run at the Super Bowl So they're going to trade away some pieces. They did that with Christian McCaffrey. They did that with Robbie Anderson. They decided, at least verbally, to say that they were going to keep DJ Moore. But Mm -hmm. you kind of have this fire sale. And then you've got the tweeners. And I think the tweeners are the hard part. Trading within the division is usually a no-no. You never see that, right? Because you're not going to give any opportunity to improve, uh, you know, a competitor within your division's team. That's just kind of gamesmanship. And then interconference, you don't see it that much, but it it is, it sometimes happens, right? But they like to, like yesterday, Bears, NFC, Ravens, AFC. But you get to this point in the season, and I think the unique situation, like the Jets and the Patriots, they're tweeners. That seventh playoff spot could be a viable option for them. They're not going to win the division because of the Buffalo Bills, but they could make a run, And you've got Kendrick Bourne, you've got Nelson Aguilar, you've got, uh, obviously, Elijah Moore that has been the talk. Are they willing to trade away? And the the, the teams that are going to be trading for those guys are not going to be trading for player, like player-player. They're going to be trading for picks, right? So that's not going to help you this year. So you have this unique situation, but it is definitely improved. It's not like the NBA trade deadline yet. I mean, that thing is just like, things are going to move, guaranteed. And the NHL is very similar. There's a lot of trades at the NHL deadline to improve your team. But it's getting closer and closer year after year of more movement at this time in the season.
1: Yeah, and I'm looking at the chat, and we're going to go through the Titans roster moves that they had um, uh, yesterday and leaving open a roster spot and what that means. And so there is some people asking about the Titans cap space and Titan stuff says, explain to Landry slash Lawan. IR money cap space situation. So uh, when a player that goes on injured reserve that is out for the season, their base salary is cut in half. So they still get half of their base salary, even on injured reserve. So in Taylor Lewan's case, he had a $12.9 million base salary this year. So that divided by 17 games is $750,000 per game, right? He played in two games. So that's 1.5 million dollars that Lawan got. So if you take the other, uh, the other 15 games that he didn't that he didn't uh, play, then you divide that in half. That's what the Titans get back in their cap space because he's out. So that's roughly five million bucks the Titans get back on the cap for Lawan being on injured reserve with his ACL. With Harold Landry, his base contract uh, base salary was 1.25 million dollars. So it's not really money at all that the Titans are getting back because he had a big signing bonus because of the new contract that he signed. So there is that. But yesterday, Zach, the Titans, I think, made people pay attention because they made three roster moves. They waived defensive back Ugo Amadi from the active roster. They signed tight end Anthony Auclair to the practice squad and released DB Steven Parker from the practice squad, but that was it. So there was not a corresponding move to replace the Ugo Amadi roster spot from yesterday, which means there is an open slot there on the 53 man roster. Could it be for a trade possibility or is this just something the Titans are doing because they realized Ugo Amadi wasn't going to help them anymore? You know, Andrew Adams uh, c- came in and took that potential spot with how he's played at safety and Imani Hooker being available recently has made Ugo Amadi unnecessary. Uh, doesn't mean anything for anybody on IR. So that's kind of the situation here, but let's dive into this and ask everybody watching today, is it something or nothing that the Titans left a roster spot open on trade deadline day? Is it something or nothing? It's pretty easy for you guys. Something or nothing, but Zach, tell everybody about farm bureau health plans. It's absolutely something here.
0: Yeah, it's something that helped me earlier this year when I switched. Plan on farm bureau health plans for your health, dental, or vision. Actually, this is r- runs right in perfectly because this afternoon I've got an eye appointment. I'm running out of contacts, hey. so I've got. They won't refill your contacts after a year if your prescription is expired. So you got to. Which makes sense. I mean, it's frustrating. It's like, just give me my damn contacts. that haven't changed in years. But you got to go check your eyes. You got to make sure your eye health is there. The best part about farmer plans or one of many best parts, is that I get a contact allowance. I've never gotten a contact allowance. I don't think, you know, I haven't gotten an allowance in a long, long time. I'm a grown ass man, right? Nobody gives me allowances anymore. And so now I I'm a grown ass man with an allowance. And that's a contact allowance. These bad boys cost, I mean, they're a hundred bucks. I mean, it's, they're expensive and I have to have them. I can't do, I can't live my life without them. And Farmer Health Plans with my plan that I save 20% each month to switch to affords me an allowance for my contacts. So it's a great deal. That's just one aspect of my plan that's just the vision part of it so 200 plus locations across the state of tennessee visit fbhp.com slash a to z and change your plan today
1: don't forget download the betmgm app and do so use our code atoz sports which means you get a risk-free bet on pro football up to one thousand dollars with your first bet on pro football is risk-free up to a thousand dollars to do that today you download the app uh, you plug in the code A-T-O-Z, Sports, make your first deposit, and then you get that risk-free bet on pro football unlocked up to 1000 bucks. Zach, we're asking the question, is the Titans leaving open a roster spot on trade deadline day something or nothing? Is it something or nothing uh, that there's a sitting there wide open? They don't have to cut anybody else. They could just trade for somebody and bring them in and no problem there. So what's the chat saying?
0: Eric says nothing, Stephen goes something, nothing from Tim, nothing from ABNTX, something from Out of the Crib Customs, nothing from Rooney, something from Tank, nothing from Top Tier, something from Kyle, nothing from Steven, something from Billy, nothing from Only Memphis, and we got a couple of nothings, Titan Up and Titan Rossi all go nada. Tiffany says, I hope it's something, we'll find out if it is. Uh, Let's see, a whole lot of nothing from Guy, something small from Mikey Fleck, something from Jacoby, nothing from Mitchell, nothing from Timothy. It better be something from Steph, nothing from Nate. So this is a pretty good question because we've got absolutely something from Jarrell and Brent, Brent and John both say nothing, nothing at all from Deshaun Washington. Right there, nothing from John. So a plethora of comments and good comments on the chat and more rolling in right now. Ron says something big. Now, Mm. I disagree with Ron. I don't think it will be something big, or at least I will be shocked if it is something big. But Austin, the fact of the matter is, and we talked a little bit about this yesterday with Sam, the Tennessee Titans are five and two. Traylon Burks has a lingering issue that will not go away it may get to 90%, it may get to 95%, it may get to 99.99999%, but turf toe takes a lot longer than four games and five weeks on IR because of the bye week, so uh, they should go for it, it being the Super Bowl, it being the opportunity to make some waves in the playoffs in January and February, and the fact is, is they don't have the roster offensively to compete with the Buffalo Bills, with the Kansas City Chiefs week after week after week. The likeliness of them getting a first round by again is slim, more none than slim. So you're going to have to play in the wild card round, play in the divisional round, play in the championship round, and play in the Super Bowl. That's four weeks. You're going to need the horses and help for Ryan Tannehill. And right now, I don't think that their offensive roster can do that. So is this something or nothing? I'll let you answer. I have my answer, but I'll let okay, you in. Well,
1: first off, uh, I agree with everything you just said about this. So I, Zach, you and I, we get emails from Robbie Boren every day. Uh, about a bunch of different things from the Titans and usually the roster transaction emails. Rarely is there a, a just a spot unfilled. Like normally, whenever there's a cut or release or wave from the active roster, there's a corresponding move to sign somebody to the roster to elevated guy from the practice squad. Like the Titans don't just leave roster spots open. So I think it's overall, it's something. I'm saying something, and especially that it's trade deadline day. I think it's something because now the Titans are leaving open the option for an easy, quick decision to be made at the 11th hour, which is today. The trade deadline day is the 11th hour. There have been trades being made in the NFL for the last few weeks. So I think this is absolutely something just because I know the history. I know their pattern. I know their tendencies and it's their tendencies are not to leave a roster spot open. So I have to think it's something. Eric asks, what's the trade deadline date time? It's today at 3 p.m. Central time. So there's not, there's less than seven hours away from the trade deadline being here. We're, we're coming up towards it. The clock is getting close. I think it's something. So here's the question.
0: Is it Elijah Molden's spot?
1: I think. Could, I
0: mean, the chat has asked it. it so I could need to ask. be,
1: it could be. So here's. Because here's the interesting thing. When Elijah Molden or every other player comes off of injured reserve, they aren't immediately added to the roster. Remember that wrinkle. Elijah Molden's on IR. He gets designated to return for 21 days maximum. So a maximum of 21 days, Elijah Molden can practice, but not counting against a 53-man roster. So... If the Tides were going to designate Elijah Molden to return, they didn't have to create a roster spot. So everybody's saying Elijah Molden, chill out a second. They didn't have to cut anybody for that to happen. Yeah,
0: I mean, on on the backs of Halloween, it's it's kind of like Clue. And look, the the Gen Zers are like, what the hell? I don't have a clue what Clue is. Board games. What are what is a board game? Yep. Right. Well, clue the board game, it's a mystery. And you've got to kind of figure it out based on context clues. And you figure out who the murderer was. So in this sense, I I, I do agree with you. I don't think that that makes me think that it, will, it is Elijah Molden. Here's kind of what I think. Maybe I hope. I have no idea. But I think it's something because I think this is John Robinson flirting. Okay, every general manager in the NFL knows how the roster goes, and I think this is a sign. It's like a girl who just got broken up with or broke up with her boyfriend. All of a sudden, she's wearing a little bit better makeup. She's wearing she's wearing nicer clothes. She's trying to attract a new man, possibly. Guy gets I, dumped. All of a sudden, he shaves off. Yeah all, a, yeah, all of a sudden too. he's working out. He's yeah. he's he's going he's going to the gym. Yeah. I think this is a little flirt Mm. because I think this is saying we're open for business, boys and girls. We've got a roster spot. People that, you know, this is a trade line for both buyers and sellers. Sellers are also calling buyers and buyers are also calling sellers. So I'm going to say it's a little something. It's a little flirt to say, hey, we're open for business. We like to take calls. We'd like to go out on a date and see if it works. Maybe the worst date ever. Maybe a bumble date. Doesn't work out. Or it could be the next love of your life that puts you over the hump for the rest of the season and really improves your offense. So I am going to say it is something. Yeah. Yeah. In the back of my mind, I could be like this. I could be telling myself, okay, you are looking way too into this. But, why? but I but, like to dream a little bit. But
1: like, okay, so I, I'm. Look, we both agree it's something. So Zach, I'm just going to flip this around and ask you a question to have you answer something that is not your opinion. I just want you to make the case. Make the case to me into and into the, ch- the chat of why the Titans would cut a player and leave a spot open if they were not intending to trade for somebody today.
0: Well, here, here is the hard part about this, is John Robinson is constantly making roster moves. He makes them... You say you get the email all the time, right? This is a unique situation because... And I don't track it as much as you and Sam do, but I don't remember them just being an empty spot consistently.
1: Yeah, it didn't happen. I don't really.
0: think that that has happened all year. And so, like, you've got to go with trends, right? And so, I, I think... The 21-day window, that makes more sense that, than this spot is for it, Elijah it, Molden.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Well, it, and, and so AE, again, for those who might have missed it, AE says it's not for trade Molden's coming off IR. And again, the how the NFL has this set up, and this happened because of COVID rules that they retained, which I think was a smart thing, is that when a player comes off of injured reserve, they're designated to return and they have a maximum of 21 days to come back and practice before being activated to the roster. So Elijah Molden, it would be dumb for the Titans to designate Elijah Molden or anybody to return before Wednesday because if you designate a player to return on Monday or Tuesday, there's no practice day. So and John Robinson cautioning.
0: doesn't do things that he doesn't need to do, right? right? Like He doesn't do things for just the hell of it.
1: Yeah. So the first day to designate somebody is Wednesday. So they can actually practice on Wednesday and start their 21 day clock at that point. So that's so, so again, it's not, they don't need anything for that. Like they didn't have to cut Ugo Amadi or anybody to designate Racy or Elijah or anybody else off of IR. They didn't have to do that. Like I said this, I think that they
0: are going to trade for somebody. I don't know who it is going to be. I don't know what caliber, what level. I it could be a depth offensive lineman, it could be a superstar wide receiver. I have no idea. But I do think that they are going to make a move and that is based on them needing to make a move. They're 5 and 2. Like they're close to the Philadelphia Eagles who are undefeated in the sense of you're atop your division, 2 seed. You're a you you are a 2 seed in the AFC and your division you have there's separation. The likeliness, and I think I don't know what the exact number is. The New York Times website hadn't come out with playoff odds yet, but the percentages is probably <laughs> close to 80%, in my opinion, of the Titans making the playoffs in some form or fashion, due to all of the other teams have losing records, including yes. the Colts, the Jags, and the Texans who you just beat. So you're five and two. You are and and here's the Learn from last year. You know Julio Jones and A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry all played in the playoff game, but they were a shell of themselves. They were all coming off of some sort of injury to a degree. They didn't play up to standard. They lost that game. The Titans offense needs help. The statistics show it. The film shows it. Everything, if you watch this team, shows you that they need offensive help. And this is for Ryan Tannehill, too. You know, Ryan Tannehill, it looks like, is going to have some redemption in a playoff game this season if things hold true and they continue to win and stay atop their division. You at least need to afford afford him the opportunity to redeem himself from last year's three-pick playoff game. And you can't do that with Kyle Phillips, Traylon Burks, two rookies, Austin Hooper—that's been so inconsistent. N.W.I. who's got a low ceiling, and Robert Woods—that is a formidable number two wide receiver, not a well, number
1: one. Zach, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through some depressing stats for the Titans uh, that maybe you know I think we're all aware of, but when you hear somebody say it out loud, it makes you just go ugh, it makes you cringe like you're listening to Russell Wilson post game. But I've also got four wide receivers that are being linked to the Titans for a potential trade. I'll get to all of that in a second. But first, let me tell you guys about Hughes & Coleman, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. And if you've been injured in a car wreck, go to Hughes & Coleman and call them for a free case consultation. Their number is super easy. It's 800-800-4600. That's 800-800-4600 for Hughes & Coleman, a free case consultation if you've been injured in a car wreck, because they've got the muscles, they've got the resources, they've got everything to recover you, the money you deserve for that car accident. Now they've recovered over a billion dollars for their clients over the last 30 years in Tennessee and in Kentucky, and we'll absolutely do the same for you. So again, call 800-800-4600 for a free case consultation. Hughes and Coleman, principal office in Nashville, Tennessee.
0: Bet MGM. Download the app today. Use the promo code ATOZ sports. I had a really good football weekend. And then last night, the damn (laughs) Bengals ruined a parlay that I had been procuring over the last couple of days over the weekend. And then boom, that minus three was so far from hitting. It was over. So Cleveland gets back into it as they wait to Sean Watson. You can get back into the game by downloading the BetMGM app, they're the king of sports books. Use the promo code ATOZsports. Get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Download the app today.
1: Right, speaking of that, I-, I hit a BetMGM parlay by the Falcons winning in overtime. Talk about a roller coaster to close out of the last leg of a parlay there. All All right, you should Zach- thank
0: DJ Moore for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, God. Oh, that was, uh, that was a lot of stress for me uh, while we were doing the pregame show. All right, so the Titans' leading receiver – is Robert Woods, who has 22 receptions so far through seven games. The Titans' second leading pass catcher in terms of receptions, Zach, is Derrick Henry with 14. The Titans' third leading pass catcher with receptions is Dontrell Hilliard with 13. Then you got Burks and Hooper with 10. NWI at 7. Kyle Phillips with 8. So that's just as embarrassing as it could possibly get that your two running backs have more catches than your leading tight end and your other wide receivers behind Robert Woods. I'm going to say it. injuries play a factor in this because Burks is, hasn't played in a long time. and uh, He's only played in four games and he had 10 catches in those four games. It looked like he was putting things together, but that's pretty embarrassing.
0: I'm going to say it just to get out of the way. We need to talk about it. It is, it is glaring. And Billy, Billy, and they traded away A.J. Brown. Exactly what they need on the damn roster, they traded him away. If you are a Titans fan, this should piss you off to no means. I mean, you should be angry. You should be angry to listen to Austin read off that trash that he just read off and know that a top three wide receiver in this league, you traded away because you didn't want to spend the money on it. I don't give a damn about negotiations. I don't give a damn about not picking up the phone. Debo and DK signed. You were going to have to pay him, but A.J. Brown is showing the Tennessee Titans he was worth every damn dime because yeah, it, you it, are now in a situation where you may have to trade away a future first round pick because you already spent a first round pick on a wide receiver if you are going to improve your roster and actually go for it because you're five and two at the trade deadline
1: yeah uh matthew says i look at aj brown stats every week and start punching the air and you again should. like and and john robinson is going to have to like look himself in the mirror and Every day, as long as he's an NFL GM yeah. and say, and hey, I'm going to be holding that mirror up yeah, every so, day. That's, <laughs> so that's something right now. look, like, I agree with you. Like that, that, it never should have gotten to that point, but there's a lot of nuance that went into what happened with AJ. I but still it was the wrong
0: move. We, I it's still, solidified.
1: yes, Zach, it is. The, it was the wrong move to trade AJ Brown, but I still also believe that AJ Brown and his camp did not negotiate in good faith. I, I but You like, weren't saying that it was the wrong move
0: earlier. That's the problem that oh, okay. right but, now we can yeah. define and definitely say that, that was a bad decision, just like Isaiah Wilson, just like it looks like Caleb Farley, just like some of the guys in the draft picks that he's made and Kevin Dodd, that was a bad decision. The problem is the difference between drafting a guy and not knowing what you have. There is a little bit of grace. And- now you got to, uh, let me speak real quick you will have your opportunity to vet and talk to these guys, but it's hard to predict. We knew for an mother effing fact that AJ Brown was a top five, top 10 wide receiver, and he was just getting better. We knew that and they didn't want to play ball, whether they was both sides or one side, but the fact was he was still under contract and the, the dominating performance he had against the Pittsburgh Steelers is sickening over the weekend and the Titans are sitting there with just crap at wide yeah, receiver.
1: And and so uh, look again it sucks. The whole situation flat out sucks. But I and here I want to read this comment. Okay.
0: Uh, Sarah, I disagree. You say AJ did not want to be here. I do think that he w- wanted to be here. I just think he wanted to be here for $25 million a year. There's a difference because you can't sit there and say he didn't want to be here. He didn't want to be in Nashville. He didn't want to be associated with the franchise. He wasn't happy. I don't think that was the case. I think he felt like he was underpaid for his services. And the fact is, oh,
1: yep. The results are in, Bob. And that's correct. Yeah, he was underpaid right, for his All so All right. So Matt says, Austin, why'd you get Zach I didn't get Zach started. So don't blame me for this. Zach brought this up on his own.
0: No, <laughs> so, we, We're always going to bring this so up when you're I, talking so about trading okay, for so let's, a let's,
1: premier wide receiver at the trade deadline. All right. So let's, let's go ahead. We talked about A.J. Brown for three minutes. We understand that situation. It has not changed. It has continued to be the thing that's happened that gets everybody fired up and Titans fans punching air when the Eagles score a bunch of points on Sundays, right? Okay. We understand that, right? We got that. We can move on for today's conversational purpose. So there are four receivers that have been linked to the Titans for trade op- uh, op- options, I guess would be the right word. So here's the question that we want to ask you guys now. Which of these four wide receivers is the most realistic trade option for the Titans? I'll throw them up on the screen. From left to right, Chase Claypool of the Steelers, Elijah Moore of the Jets, Brandon Cooks of the Texans, Jerry Judy of the Denver Broncos. Now, those are the four wide receivers that are being linked to the Titans by bookies.com. So we're going to ask you guys, which of these four is the most realistic trade option for the Titans at wide receiver? out there will say all four are better than what the Titans have right now, maybe including Robert Woods. I, You know, I, I like I'll Robert say
0: Woods. I, I'll say it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> including Robert Woods. I'm going to say it. I'm saying it. Including right, Robert that's Woods. Fine. So, all
1: four of those guys are better than Robert Woods. Well, Elijah Moore, I don't think you can say that. You don't know uh, yet. There's not enough sample size for Elijah Moore. You cannot say. I think say, that's a,
0: well, because, I think you guys said it, because it's the Jets, you have to give the benefit to the player, not to the Jets.
1: Well, you can, you can say maybe that Elijah Moore has a higher ceiling than Robert Woods, but you can't actually. No, but the point, no, the point is, is that
0: it's the Jets. The Jets are at fault. The, the Jets do not have the historic track record to get any benefit. So I will say that. Because that's a Jets problem, not an Elijah Moore problem. Elijah Moore, he wouldn't have been drafted as high as he would. He has the talent. He's healthy. He's not getting targeted. Yeah, I watched the Jets, Jets game yeah, this Zach, past weekend. Zach,
1: but you're looking at the Jets. who have Garrett Wilson, a rookie, who's got 429 yards and two touchdowns and Corey Davis, who's got 350 yards and two touchdowns, averaging nearly 19 yards a catch. So you've got those guys with the Jets who you're downplaying here who are performing at the position, but Elijah Moore's not. There's a lot of extracurriculars with Elijah Moore. But it's
0: the targets and playing time, though, right? It's opportunity. You cannot get those yards yeah, but without you opportunity.
1: Right, but, you, but you're blaming the Jets for playing guys Yeah, who I are... will
0: always blame the Jets. That is like a, an NFL... The Browns don't have a quarterback yet, yet.
1: and the Jets are bad. <laughs> These are two things but, we always know. But again, like you're, you're just blanket statement of blaming the Jets for Elijah Moore, for not knowing Elijah but Moore yet. Until is not, they changed their history, yeah. well, they, they had Garrett Wilson. They drafted over Elijah Moore because they probably felt like they needed something. Elijah Moore's got a little A.J. Brown between the ears in him with some of the drama that he causes. And then you have Corey Davis, who has been pretty consistent. I think Elijah Moore will
0: be better, and I think Elijah Moore would tell you this be better in a different place. And
1: sometimes that I don't disagree that with has, that either. Has That's, to happen. I don't I'm just saying the only thing I'm saying is like you can say Claypool, Judy, and Cooks are better than Brandon, uh than Robert Woods but I don't think you can say right now on November 1st, 2022 that Elijah Moore is a better NFL player than Robert Woods.
0: Okay. I will relinquish, but point. I will say That's the, the fact that we're even discussing that it tells you the state of the Tennessee Titans off its roster.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, which of these four wide receivers is the most realistic? Uh, I guess we got to go back to the chat. We got a lot, a lot of comments of uh, flying in. Sarah says Elijah Moore and pay him, just to piss off AJ. <laughs> that would be really funny. Uh, but AJ would be happy hey, because I, his boy got I, I,
0: Sarah, Sarah, I went, I went at you earlier. I think you're getting the love of the show right now. You've totally redeemed yourself with that comment. I love that idea. And oh, like, I'm not talking about literally. I'm just the
1: it's idea
0: to do that. The to, yeah, the pettiness. Yeah, I'm there for it. Sarah, you're getting the love of the show. Uh,
1: Johnny says Claypool, but he doesn't like it. So Claypool's most realistic, but he doesn't necessarily want Claypool. So I like that honesty there, uh, from uh, from there. So Jamal says Jerry, Judy, or Claypool. Joey says Judy is the slant and route god, fits the offense better than any of the others. Quick passes. Uh, Brad asks, Can Elijah Moore block? I don't know. He's basically Ant Man, so I don't know if he can block or not. Um, so. Uh, Brent says Elijah Moore has had five TDs last year with rookie Zach Wilson at quarterback. So that's an Elijah Moore, uh, compliment there. Matt says Claypool. Cause he's a beast. Uh, Darren just asking the Titans can trade uh, all of theirs for those four. Um, so Gene says Judy or Claypool, but won't get any of them. J Rob will sign cheeks, McFumble from the XFL practice squad. Uh, so <laughs> Tim says Chase Claypool will be a great fit. Moore is not even out playing Corey Davis. Uh, Corey says, Claypool, Claypool, Claypool. Uh, let's see more, uh, you know, Rich says the Texans won a second round pick for Brandon Cooks. So Zach, let's talk about Brandon Cooks real quick. Cause I think he is the first one we can eliminate. First thing is Brandon Cooks is in the division. What's the likeliness of the Houston Texans as bad as they are trading Brandon Cooks to the Tennessee Titans who have won the division the last two years. I think it's very low.
0: Yeah, I agree. I don't, foresee that happening. I think Brandon Cooks is gonna go somewhere possibly because the Texans they need the picks. I mean they're trying to compl- they're trying to be the Miami Dolphins. You remember the Miami Dolphins who's tanked for Tua and yep. all those picks. Now look at the Miami Dolphins. They have and look Tua there's the, the book's still out on him, but they drafted pretty well. They got Waddle who's blowing up they paid for Tyree kill. They got a better defense. They got a new head coach like it took them some time, but all, stacking all of those picks. I mean, that's honestly the scary part about the Philadelphia Eagles is because they're as good as they are now, and they have all of the picks based on bad decisions from other teams trading to the, those picks to them. The Texans have got to start locking up picks. It's just not going to be from the Tennessee Titans.
1: Yeah, and the second thing about Brandon Cooks, because Jamal, you're right, he's got a lot of money. Brandon Cooks has a $26 million cap hit next year. Now, some of that will stay on the Texans because of whatever signing bonus uh, that he had, but uh, that is a lot of money that the Titans would have to acquire uh, there if um, if you do. So Brandon Cooks has been ruled out, right? So Zach, uh, let's eliminate the next person. So if we eliminate Brandon Cooks there in the white 13, who do you think, Zach, is the next wide receiver you eliminate for Titans trade options?
0: My gut is Jerry Judy because of his cost. He's going to be too expensive. I don't think John Robinson is going to pay for Jerry Judy. And then you also have the Broncos that, I don't know if they're in disbelief, but they can't They can't put Russell Wilson in. Any work. Russell Wilson's not going anywhere. He signed the big contract. Yeah. So you don't want to trade away, I wouldn't think, a guy like Judy to help you in the future just to get a new pick. So I think I eliminate Judy. I don't know about you.
1: I absolutely agree with you. Cause Jerry Judy's got 30 catches for 440 yards and he's got three touchdowns, which is the most on the Broncos roster. So he and Cortland Sutton are basically wide receiver one, a one B for most
0: of the Titans roster too.
1: Oh yeah. By far. Um, (laughs) and he like doubles the yards too. Uh, so, you know, Jerry Judy, I, I think you're right. Um, because they invested so much in Russell Wilson, they have to give him as many options as possible uh, there. So I think the interesting thought is that most of these teams minus the Jets are bad teams and could be sellers when the Titans are trying to buy Pittsburgh's a bad team. The Jets are actually winning right now. The Texans and Broncos are also bad teams, but I don't think the Broncos are ready to admit it yet. So, but that's why I think Jerry Judy is not an option uh, right there. So Zach, I'll answer the question of who I think is the most realistic trade option for the Titans. I agree with a lot of people. I think it's Chase Claypool. I think Chase Claypool makes the most sense for what the Titans need and what the Steelers are and what the Steelers have. Because Chase Claypool is now expendable from the Pittsburgh Steelers roster because of one badass rookie, George freaking Pickens. George Pickens has now made Chase Claypool a luxury. George Pickens is better. He's got a higher ceiling. He's just played in eight games as a rookie. And I think that guy's a freaking beast. They also have Deontay Johnson, who's a really good player too, plus Pat Fryermuth, And so Chase Claypool is the fourth pass catching option on that team. I think right now they don't need Chase Claypool. I think they can afford to get more picks, to stay cheap, And to go draft to build more around Kenny Pickett with an offensive line and some other needs that they have there too. So I think Chase Claypool is the option. I don't think the Jets are willing to give up on a second-round pick this early into Elijah Moore's career. But Chase Claypool, I think you can go get from Pittsburgh.
0: Well, Chase Claypool proved at least in one game, and unfortunately I watched the damn thing from start to finish, when the Steelers beat the Buccaneers Chase and I had Chase Claypool starting in my fantasy lineup just so happens that weekend and Chase Claypool had a damn good game you look at his his receiving yards he sits there 96 yards receiving a touchdown which is a big touchdown because the Pittsburgh Steelers only scored 20 points. Yeah. And he had seven receptions off of seven targets. That's reliability, yeah. right? He didn't drop any passes. He caught, but I think you have state stated the claim. I think Claypool, because what's the question? Repeat the question for me.
1: The question is which of these four wide receivers is the most realistic trade option for the Titans?
0: And the key word is realistic. Yeah. I think that Chase Claypool probably yields a lesser. Amount of picks or a second, third, whatever it is going to be. It's not going to be a first rounder because the Pittsburgh Steelers have replaced him. And I do think that Chase Claypool gives you what the Titans need. Austin, they're trying to fill Traylon Burks's shoes to a degree. They're trying to buy him more time. I don't know what the trainers think about Burks's injury. I, I don't know the assessment, but all I do know that he is on IR. And Chase Claypool has been reliable. He can catch over the middle. He can catch on the sidelines. He can go deep at times. You saw that earlier in his career. Mm -hmm. I think Chase Claypool, I agree with you, is the most realistic to trade for. I think the hard part, what conference are all four of these players in?
1: Yeah, the American Football Conference. But the Pittsburgh Steelers suck. And they've got George Pickens.
0: I get it. I get it. But that also does matter. I do think that that does matter. And doing business within your conference, it general managers don't prefer to do that. Now with so now you've got that hump and it's a hump you can get over, but now you got to get over that hump and then you've got to find the cost and I don't know, you know, John Robinson is good at drafting late. Like he's not great at drafting first round picks. Now you're going to give up a second or third or whatever it's going to cost to get Claypool because that's what I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to ask for. I think that's what they're going to – that's the going rate, I think, in my opinion.
1: Uh, I mean, it's hard. Like, what's a comparison trade? Like, Chase Clay – the difference in Chase Claypool and Elijah Moore, Elijah Moore is halfway through his second season. Claypool's halfway through his third season, and they've already got a replacement that's better. Like, the Jets already have a replacement for Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson, who's better. That is not the conversation. The conversation is,
0: what is the cost? What is the value? And I think that the Steelers are going to say that the value is higher than what the Titans are willing to give up. And this is just based on their history. Yeah, I was
1: trying to think like Robbie Anderson was traded for basically nothing, right, from the Panthers. But, but that's, that was not, a, that's not a, a, a disgruntled employee. No, I know, but like that's why I'm trying to like rack my brain right now, figuring out like what the what I can compare it to for the draft capital, because a lot of times, like trades are really not that expensive sometimes.
0: I think when you get closer to the trade deadline, I think that the Steelers are going to be asking, I don't know whether they'll get for a second round pick.
1: No. Mm-mm. I disagree. I think it's at least, I think it's, I think you could probably get him for fourth and like a sixth or seventh.
0: A fourth?
1: Yeah. I, yeah. He was drafted in the second round. Like he's, it's year three. Like you don't get, you don't give up or get rounds for what you drafted a guy in. Yeah. In but the
0: teams season. are desperate. So maybe it's not a second, maybe it's a third, it's, but I, I do think it, it I
1: think is. It's, it's definitely no higher than a third. There's no way it's a second. I think, I think you can get them for a fourth and a, and a second pick to go along with it.
0: Then I will say a third and another pick. A third and,
1: and a sixth. Trey says, says Julio was a fourth. Yeah, but Julio was 32 years old. Like Chase Claypool is in his third year. Like so, there's a lot of variables that go. He's 24, so there's a lot of variables that go. And, and then you. How many
0: years does he have in his contract? Oh, he's second round pick. Yeah, so. second
1: round pick. So he's got this year, next year.
0: Um, look, I, the Titans need help.
1: <laughs> and they're
0: going to need help next year.
1: <laughs> so, oh, I you know?
0: know. I I like the idea. I give up a third round pick for Chase Kellypool. Do you?
1: A third? Yeah. Again, it. Did they already decline my fourth round and seventh round options? Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Maybe.
0: Yes or no? If you're the Tennessee Titans, do you give up a third round pick and what do you want to say, a sixth?
1: I want to get a 2024 pick back from Pittsburgh.
0: Okay, they'll exchange the sixth or give something. A, I, give me
1: a fifth back.
0: Okay, that. but you're willing to do the third.
1: Yeah, if I get Chase Claypool in a fifth round pick in twenty twenty four, yeah, I'll sign up for that.
0: I do the third every damn day of the week. You're five and two, and you need you need so much help at wide receiver. Because, and here here's the issue. Oh, you're desperate. I I don't disagree. No, no, I and everybody knows that. I mean, look at the numbers. Here's the issue with the Tennessee Titans. If you trade, are you going to use them? And that's what they've notoriously been bad at. Like Julio was a situation, they didn't really use him because he wasn't available a lot of the time. But notoriously, their offense doesn't just roll, right? They don't get guys on board and they just fire off. It takes time. The offense doesn't work like that. So you're giving up a third round pick. If you're going to buy something, actually use it, right? don't let it be a Christmas gift that you blink twice as it's April and you haven't seen it since January. Right. And that I think is my worry and concern as a preventative measure of if we buy it, we are going to have to use it. And they're not very good at that.
1: But they have like I mean, Cody Hollister's out there getting like 30 snaps against the Texans.
0: Yeah, but you're not catching any passes. You're trading for Clay- Chase Claypool to catch passes. Anybody could go out there. Is it, Cody Hollister is a filler? He's like a lip filler. That's all he is. He's just there for a little while. And and he doesn't he goes, look great.
1: You know, it looks bad. It looks
0: yeah, bad. like like bad. most lip filler does. <laughs> right. So like that that Ugh. is so Cole, he's just a fill spot because you're running football team. But Austin you look at the schedule and you can't be completely, you you have to be your identity. You cannot be completely a running football team against the chiefs. I don't know how much the Broncos are improving the Packers, the Bengals need to improve. You got the Eagles. These are winnable games. Yeah. You know how, how winnable more winnable they will be. If you can run the football and throw the football. Now you can really reel off some wins and look, I'm not saying you're competing with Buffalo as the number one seed in the AFC, but maybe if you beat the Chiefs, you're now in that race to, and I got I I don't I don't have the Bills schedule ahead of me, but what who Buffalo plays in the late later part of the season, you're now playing a different game. You're you're really trying to climb that one, two, three ladder of the playoffs. Cause you're gonna be four, no matter what, because you're gonna the yeah. division.
1: Yeah, the Bills uh they've got the Jets coming up this week. Then they have the Vikings, which could be interesting. That one and, lost team. Yeah, uh Browns, Lions, Patriots, Jets again, Dolphins. Ugh, the Bills are just going to Okay, the probably, Bills are
0: going to be the number 1 seed in the AFC. They're going to be like 15. So <laughs> so you need you need some oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably a pretty good prediction. You're going to need some firepower. To combat it, and the only way you're going to beat the Buffalo Bills if you play them the second time in Buffalo in January...
1: Is through Derrick Henry, because it's going to be negative seven degrees. Exactly. <laughs> so, and then you just need Chase Claypool, who's 240 pounds, uh, to go out there and block for you. Yeah. I,
0: I'm in on Chase Claypool. Me too. I, I will say... Sign uh, so, up. A to Z sports officially, we want the Tennessee Titans to trade... For Chase Claypool before 3 p.m. today.
1: Number 11 available.
0: <laughs> yeah, because he's in Philly dominated.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Would that just piss everybody? How would, if Chase Claypool does get straight to the Titans and keeps the number 11, are people bitter or are they excited?
0: No, they go to a local hardware store and buy some duct tape. That's what they do.
1: <laughs> oh, that would be really funny. Uh, all right, Zach. Uh, let's get to Tuesday sports. know oh, no, no. real
0: quick. I asked oh. this we asked this question yesterday. I'm gonna ask you. Oh, okay. do the Titans actually make a trade before the deadline? Realistically, your thought, your gut, yes or no, not a maybe. I mean, a trade. It doesn't have to again, be Claypool. It could again, be anybody.
1: a trade. like I think the odds if BetMGM GM had odds and if the Titans are gonna make a trade, no would probably be like minus two hundred. Yes would be like plus three fifty. But I'm putting money on that plus 350 at a yes.
0: Okay, you're a yes, I'm, I'm a yes. yes.
1: I'm a yes. You're a yes?
0: I'm a yes. What was Sam? He was a no.
1: That's yes, because he's drinking from Buck's Kool-Aid.
0: No, he, well, he, he's close to the team. I trust him. I trust I, him.
1: I His words you sam you hanging on Buck too much. That's that's what I know. That's what I know about that.
0: <laughs> that's not a lie.
1: All right, into these sports here. Time for Tuesday sports trivia. We need to go hot. We got a. We need a. Got a big audience right here today on this trade deadline Tuesday. We need every single one of you guys so we can go nine and one. Nine and one is what we need to go over the next ten questions. We need your help. The only rule: no googling. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai.
0: Yeah, and I will say this: if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, if you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button right now. It will pay off in the long run, I promise, because our guys Sam and Buck will give you good Titans coverage within the locker room. And that is posted on YouTube shorts, on clips, on live streams. We've got you covered right there. So uh, subscribe to our YouTube page if you're on there. Like this video and we'll rock and roll just like you'll rock and roll in your brand new Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Quick trip down I-40 exit 236. You get the Hyundai Palisade. Let's see right down there. You got the Sonata right over there. You've got the Ionic, which is battery powered. You've been seeing more commercials for that when you're watching football. WilsonCountyHyundai.com, family owned and operated. Your perfect make and model. If you're in the market for a new car, make sure you at least look and go look at Wilson County Hyundai's lot. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com.
1: Download the BetMGM app and use our code ATOZSPORTS, and that unlocks a risk-free bet on pro football uh, for you when you join the BetMGM family, just like Zach and I. So it's easy. Download the app, use that code ATOZSPORTS when you sign up, make your first deposit, and then boom, right there. Your first bet on pro football is risk-free. Up to one thousand dollars. Visit beddinggym.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualifications and eligibility requirements. Wars issued a knowledgeable for bets or side credit for bets expiring seven days. For problem with game support, call Tennessee Redline 800 889 9789 Tuesday sports trivia Zach. We are at 78.5%. If we get to nine and one today, I feel good about our chances to earn that 80%. So Uh, Let's get this show rolling with our Tuesday Sports Trivia. Again, the only rule is no Googling and that all of us are on the same team trying to get nine out of 10.
0: Billy likes soda. A little soda trivia to come at the end. But first, sports trivia. To the crew we go. What is the title of the person who steers the boat and urges the rowers on in crew? Oh. What is the title of the person who steers the boat and urges the rowers on in crew? The clarion, the wasteron, the stroke seat, the Coxwan, uh, Coxwain, the clarion...
1: The wascero like this. Coxswain.
0: Yes. That is how it's that, spelled. That's it. That's Bobby's, it.
1: Yes. That's yeah, it. But
0: it that he's missing some letters, but well, the premises correctly.
1: Big Ten Jeff says uh cox Coxswain, lock it in. Uh, that's what we're cox getting.
0: Swain. We're locking yes. it
1: in. All of that. Final A to Z. Let's do it.
0: They're lean, they're mean, and they're generally aren't over five, four inches tall. But don't second guess the coxswain, which is the person who steers the boat and urges the rowers on. There you go, one and oh, baby. Which Bears set a quarterback record for rushing 968 yards in the 1972 season?
1: Bears quarterback.
0: Yes. Frank Stinford, Jeff Wilkins, Jan Stinnerud, or Bobby Douglas? Which Bears set a quarterback record for rushing 968 yards in 1972? Fred Stinford, Jeff Wilkins, Jan Stinnerud, or Jan. Bobby Douglas?
1: It's Jan. <laughs> we've, had, we've had some Jan Stinnerud questions before. It's Jan. Jan. The, the Jan. J is silent. It's no, it's a soft J. <laughs> uh, Roy uh, immediately <laughs> said, Doug- <laughs> Roy uh, immediately said Douglas. David says Douglas. TJ says Douglas. David Bobby D. Jonah D- Bobby D. Alex Doherty, our Preds reporter, who I just saw posted the new on the Preds podcast, just came out. I saw that on our Twitter timeline. Uh, so that is he goes with Douglas. So I say we lock in Bobby Douglas right there.
0: Hey, Bobby, the other. We're all kickers. Douglas won his uh, in his fourth NFL season with Chicago when he grew his wings. His arms didn't function as well with his 38% pass completion rate. The Ooh. bears finished four, nine, and one that season.
1: All right. Two and O. Oh. All right. Two and
0: O oh, two and O oh. who was quoted as saying, they tell you things change at 40 but they don't tell you how much who was quoted as saying, they tell you things change at 40, but they don't tell you much Mel Gibson, huh?
1: Not Tom Brady,
0: (laughs) Mel Gibson, Babe Ruth, Johnny Unitas or Sean Connery. Now this could be a trick question because there's two sports, two non-sports guy who was quoted to say, they tell you things change at 40, but they don't tell you much. Mel Gibson, Babe Ruth, Johnny Unitas, or Sean Connery?
1: David says Unitas. Danny says Unitas. I don't think things changed much for Sean Connery when he turned 40. I think it's gotta be, it can't be it's gotta be one of the athletes you would think because the actors, they just keep on rolling. Like you're getting into your golden era of acting when you get into 40
0: and Sean Connery acted God. Oh, forever. That's what what I said.
1: Like, I don't think anything changed for Sean Connery at 40. So I think it's Johnny Unitas. Johnny, U is getting a lot of answers.
0: You want to lock that in?
1: Mm. Let's go. Yeah, we're going Johnny U, final A to Z.
0: Spending 18 seasons in the NFL, mainly with the Baltimore Colts, Johnny Unitas once said, they tell you things change at 40, but they don't tell you much.
1: Yeah, all right. Three and I like it. All right,
0: next up to the NBA we go. At least two players named World have played in the NBA. One is Meta World Peace. Who is the other? Michael World, Jaron C World, World Jones, or World Be Free?
1: I think it's World Jones. Oh, Justin comes in with world, be free. I think it's world,
0: be free. So
1: did Jarrell world, be free. Jamie world, be free. We've got people that knew this thing.
0: I have no idea.
1: Clippers. Well, that's the easiest thing we've ever had. World, be free. Lock that in. Apparently I'm the only person that didn't know that.
0: Born with the name Lloyd Bernard free. Given the nickname World while growing up in New York, it stuck so much that when he turned pro in 1975, that that was the name everyone know, knew him by. Offensive wizard averaging 20 points a game over career that lasted until 1991. So
1: here is the brilliance of video games because you got guys like G-Man on base, who is our older demographic who knew it, and you got all these other young guys know it because World B be Free is an NBA 2K. And he played in the 70s. So how about that from marketing?
0: There you go. That's pretty right. good. 4-0. 4-0. This one is hard, I will say. Okay. Because it's no multiple choice. Finish this Milton Burrell quote. Waiting for the Rams to win the Super Bowl is like leaving the porch light on for blank. It says the answer is two words in parentheses. There's no multiple choice. Waiting for the Rams to win the Super Bowl is like leaving the porch light on for blank. Finish this quote by Milton Berle. Waiting for the Rams to win the Super Bowl is like leaving the porch light on for...
1: Orlando says your dad. Uh, Nate John says for Jared Goff. <laughs> for dad to come <laughs> home. Your ex? Uh, your ex?
0: Your ex makes ex sense.
1: Your ex makes sense because it's the Rams. Especially because they're changing the cities. I like that. Elvis Presley? He's not
0: coming to your porch. (laughs) Elvis ain't.
1: Porch light. TJ says it was a mob boss. Oh, God.
0: I I don't know.
1: I just want to know. Yeah. We're going to have to lock something. Read it one more time.
0: Um. Milton Burles once said, waiting for the Rams to win the Super Bowl is like leaving the porch light on for blank. We need an answer.
1: Jimmy Hoffa, you... Jesus Christ, May West. I mean, there's so many good answers.
0: We got to lock one in. Let's five, four, three. Elvis
1: Presley.
0: Lock it Final in. Final A to
1: Z. Final A to Z, yeah.
0: And this is what I was afraid of. It's not. It's not. But we, once you get too long, Googling comes in. Milton Berle was a comedian and actor for most of his life, beginning as a child in 1913 and finally retiring in the year 2000. Once said, waiting for the Rams to win the Super Bowl is like leaving the porch light on for Jimmy Hoffa. Mm. Somebody Googled.
1: Yeah, I did see a lot of Jimmy Hoffas popping up. <clears throat> yeah. So we
0: missed it. So we're four. Don't Google don't effing google i don't know how to tell you that even more bruntly than i am telling you right now don't google don't ruin it
1: yeah don't ruin it for everybody by you being
0: selfish ticks me off even more than a cheater don't be a cheater we'll put your ass
1: in timeout. santa claus would be a good answer all right so what is our record four and one back to the crew What's
0: the brand name of boats that are traditionally yellow in color? Vespoli, Peak Performance, Racer, or Duringo? What is the brand name of boats that are traditionally yellow in color? This is a crew question. Vespoli, Peak Performance, Racer, or Duringo?
1: Orlando says uh, my my first guess was banana so that shows you how much I know a tugboat (laughs) Orlando says peak performance Uh, David says Vespoli Orlando says peak antifreeze is a yellow bottle he believes so peak performance is it the same thing uh, what are the, what are the options again? <laughs> uh, Vespoli performance racer and what? Duringo. Oh. Let's go Vespoli. I don't know. I don't have a reason, but I'm just gonna go with Vespoli. Finally to Z.
0: The brand name boats that were traditionally yellow in color were named Hmm.
1: Yikes. Four and two.
0: Last sports question. All right, let's settle in. Let's not get tight because there were some Googlers out there. Let's, Let's play free. And this is a nostalgic question on the eve of a former Oiler getting his record broken in Eddie George, a coach that did not coach Eddie but did coach the Houston Oilers. Coach Bum Phillips once said the reason he took his wife with him on the road was because, A, I don't trust my brother. B, she's too ugly to kiss goodbye. C, I don't like my guys to feel lonely when I'm yelling at them. Or D, she makes me. I don't think Bum Phillips is the type of guy that says she makes me, so
1: I don't know if that's
0: it. I think
1: it's, she's too ugly to kiss goodbye. I, I thought it was going to be the, uh, I don't trust my brother. Cause bum Phillips was a w- crazy person. <laughs> That's uh, also
0: a good answer. So Titan I don't trust Kyle says
1: huh? uh, We're getting a lot of too ugly to kiss goodbye.
0: Uh, that makes the most sense. That was his type of sense of humor.
1: Ah, that's such a weird sense of humor to say about your wife. I don't get it. Um, Too ugly to kiss goodbye. I'm with
0: Jeff. I feel like I've heard that before.
1: Yeah. We're going to go with... um, I think it's between two, though. Yeah. The Don't Trust My Brother and Too Ugly to Kiss Goodbye. I think
0: it's Too Ugly to Kiss Goodbye. You
1: want to lock that in? I'm going to lock it in. All right. Go
0: for it. let's see Phillips who had spent most of his career as a college assistant spent 1975 to 1980 as Houston's head coach before he took the same job with the, with the new Orleans saints until 1985 when he resigned mid season, he was notorious saying that the reason he took his wife with him on the road was, she was too ugly to kiss goodbye.
1: Well, we went five and seven on our sports questions, So we got three non-sports coming up. What what category? Billy likes soda. Uh, soda category. But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, know who to go to, know who to trust to get you back On the Road to Recovery in Franklin. Again, destination for the entire mid-state, southern Kentucky, northern Alabama, boneandjointtn.org. Zach, three more questions in the soda category. We're five and two, so we really need, we can't slip up here. We got to hit all three of these.
0: What is the oldest soft drink in America? Coca-Cola, Dr. Pepper, 7-Up, or IBC Root Beer? My gut says it would be root beer because it's like old school.
1: That's what I thought. Coca-Cola,
0: Dr. Pepper, 7-Up, or IBC root beer.
1: We're getting Coke and 7-Ups. We also got a... I don't think it was
0: Coke. Dr. Pepper is after that, right? Or maybe I—I I, I don't know. We're getting every answer,
1: and Dr Rude. Pepper is getting a lot more answers than I thought. Maybe that is it. Brent says Dr Pepper was established in 1885. Do we go Dr Pepper? I'd rather go Dr. Pepper over Coke. Jeff says Dr. Pepper, it's in a game. What game are you talking about, Jeff? A game? Like in a game? <laughs> like, what do you mean it's in a game? This is not <laughs> EA Sports. What are you talking about? Do we go with Dr. Pepper though?
0: You, you want to lock it in?
1: I guess let's I guess we're gonna lock in Dr. Pepper. Also, ooh, good thought. Seven ups of Coke product. Now, things acquisitions could have happened.
0: Well, Dr. Pepper's a Coke product. No, it's not. Yeah. I
1: thought it was Pepsi.
0: No. Coke and Dr. Pepper. Coke owns Dr. Pepper.
1: Since uh, it's not
0: Coke. I think I think the deep Dr. Pepper.
1: Uh, all right. Let's go Dr. Pepper, final A to Z. First sold in
0: 1885 at Morrison's Old Corner Drugstore in Waco, Texas. Well, you know you got it right when it's in Waco, Texas. Dr. Pepper is the oldest soft drink in America. It was soon followed by Coca-Cola in 1886. Ooh, one year. Pepsi-Cola in 1898. And then IBC Root Beer in 1919, mm. followed by 7-Up in 1929, followed by Sprite, which is the youngest of these, in 1961.
1: Really? Sprite? In
0: 1929, there are more than 600 lemon-lime soft drinks alone on the market.
1: Weird. All right, here we go. So we are now six and two with two questions left in the soda category. What
0: do the A and W in A&W Root Beer stand for? Anderson and West, Alabama and Wyoming, Allen and Wright, Albert and Wanda. Allen and Wright or Anderson and West make the most sense. What do A like Wanda and Wanda couldn't be a part of this? <laughs> Albert and Wanda. I think it's
1: Allen and Wright. Anderson and West. It's an old Western. Jeff says Allen and Wright. He asked once. And we're getting Allen and Wright. is guess is a lot. I think that that makes the most sense. Allen and Wright, All right? Let's go with Allen and Wright. Hope we're correct. Finally to Z. Allen and Wright. Roy Allen
0: purchased a root beer formula for from a Arizona pharmacist and sold his first mug of root beer in 1919. In 1922, he took a partner, Frank Wright one of his original employees and two years later they created a and w root beer
1: all right seven and two this is it we've got to have this one
0: what was pepsi originally called what was pepsi originally called yum yum black gold Liquid Delight, Brad's Drink. <laughs> what was Pip Pepsi originally called? Yum Yum, Black Gold, Liquid Delight, or Brad's Drink?
1: TJ immediately said Brad's Drink. Titans Kyle says Brad's. Brad's. That was an old brand. Like Brad's. Yes. Brad's. It's definitely Brad's.
0: You want to go with Brad's? My way
1: Z Brad's, yes.
0: When Caleb Bradham first created his own carbonated soft drink to serve fountain customers in his drugstore, God, drugstores everywhere, he called the concoction Brad's Drink. In 1898, he renamed his diven- invention to Pepsi Cola.
1: Boom. Eight and two. Eight and two. No
0: Googling and no dating online.
1: <laughs> yes, especially on the YouTube chat. Be careful. Those will <laughs> come up and get you. All right. Eight and two is big. That was big. That was, uh, look,
0: I think we we got past the hump of we missed the Jimmy Hoffa question fair and square. And I felt like we rebounded well. And
1: the chat helped. Yeah. And then the quote was, uh, well, it it was, uh, the two we missed the Jimmy Hoffa and then the color of the damn crew boat. Like, sure. We can, I can live with that. I will sleep great tonight knowing that those are the only two ones we missed. Yeah, The crew's tough. Yeah. The crew is tough. Uh, in and out of the water. All right, guys, hope you have a great rest of your Tuesday. We've got content coming up. Trade deadline again is today, 3 PM central time. So stay locked into our social media. And also on our website, a to zsports.com for all of that content. And our guy Buck Rising will be live tonight, A to Z Sports Prime Time, to give you the reaction for whatever happens on trade deadline day. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, like the show before you go, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more content throughout the week, including tonight, A to Z Sports Primetime with Buck at 8 p.m. Central Time. And we'll see you guys tomorrow on Wednesday. Enjoy it as always. Appreciate it. Talk to you later.
0: Adios.